welcome to the Profiles in Persistence show. I'm Dusty Rollins, founder and owner of Oxford Business Services. We help entrepreneurs and business owners maximize their profit and minimize their taxes. We believe there should be limits to how much the IRS can punish your success. Stick around to the end of the show and we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on this great inspirational daily podcast. Let's go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Today, we have Mr. Mike Young. How are you doing today, Mr. Mike? DJ, uh, I'm doing well. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Hey, thank you for coming. So, got to make sure I give my man props. If you want to find him, I need you to go look him up, the makeovermaster.com. But I know you want to know what it is. So, Mike, can you tell me about yourself? And what is the makeovermaster.com? Explain that to me. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think I think uh, looking back, I started the entrepreneurial dream like a lot of people do. You know, yeah, I wanted I wanted to do something I enjoyed doing on my own time. Um, I I ran a mortgage company in the early two thousands and and uh, we grew it from scratch to a couple hundred employees and ten offices right before the crash of two thousand eight. And that really strips not only all my assets and my money away, but my ego and my identity at the time. And and I can laugh about it now, but it was very it was very painful at the time to go from you know liquid millionaire to a couple hundred thousand dollars in debt in less than six months. Um, and so I I started like a lot of people start. You know, I I started looking at courses and reading books and how do I how do I recreate my own version of entrepreneurial success on my own time. Um, and I really didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I was going to do or how it was going to develop, but I was willing to continue to take action. Um, it took a hell of a lot longer to uh, develop than I thought it was going to. I I remember thinking this is going to be easy. You know, I I just created a company with with all this complexity and 400 emails a day. And, and so I thought to do it on my own with a very small team was going to be quick and easy. Uh, and it turned out to be anything, uh, uh, but, you know, next thing I knew it was almost a decade later, I was a couple hundred thousand dollars, uh, invested in courses and events and seminars, um, before it finally started to work, you know? And so I had to learn a lot of those lessons the hard way, you know, why, why do certain companies succeed and why do certain companies fail? Um, so essentially now I just, I coach entrepreneurs, I coach them on mindset, persistence, um, foundations of the business itself and, and help them learn the game faster than it took me to learn it. Wow. So I just want to make sure. So in what you do is you help entrepreneurs. Is that what the makeover master is? It is. It started, the name actually started because for me, I realized I couldn't figure out why my business wasn't working, but I essentially had a mindset block. I had a lot of, um, I guess, shame and guilt would be the right way to put it of, of losing all that money and having the company kind of implode on itself in 2008. Um, and it wasn't until I dealt with my own personal issues and my mindset issues that things began to work. I, I began 
I began in the beginning uh, doing a lot of logos and website makeovers and social media makeovers. And that's where the term, the makeover master came from. But I had to, I really, to get the business to work, I had to make over myself first. Um, and so it, it began in that direction, but I've always been kind of hardwired to be a coach or a mentor. Um, I, I love helping people. I'm very empathetic. And, and so I always knew it was going to end up in coaching and strategy and brand strategy and business advice. Uh, but I had to go through the journey to get there. And so for a long, long time, it was website makeovers and logo makeovers. And that's kind of where the name came from. So what like drove you to continue on going? Because I know a lot of people still haven't gotten out of that funk that happened in 2008. So what was your motivation of really getting over that hump? Like what kept you going? Yeah, and I, I think this is so cool now that um, I'm, I was always so curious, like not only how to get things to work, but then I would almost reverse engineer why did it work or why did I keep going? You know, those types of questions. Because you you hear it all the time. You hear like, you hear if you have a big enough why you can get through any how. You hear, oh, all you have to do is get get into alignment with your truest self, you know. But but it's kind of like that that stuff all seems like a bunch of BS, you know, until you kind of break through it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I would say the the persistent side of things, I would say 99% of people would have quit, like would have quit if they had experienced what I experienced. It was a lot of suffering, a lot of mistakes, a lot of uh, things not going my way, um, a lot of money invested in myself. And the underlying thing that I've discovered and, and what I help clients with is that, and I think the coolest thing is you get to determine your why. And I think that people should split up their why into two different categories. Um, my personal why was that if I, I have two kids, they're, they're in their teens now, but they were young at the time. And I, I listened to this conversation uh, with the Dalai Lama. And somebody had asked him, what, if you, if you want to teach your kids to do something, what should you tell them? And the Dalai Lama said, it doesn't matter what the you tell them. It only matters what you do because your kids are going to model your behavior. Mm. And so this is a long winded answer to say that in my mind, if I quit going after my dreams, if I quit trying to make this work and kind of get everything to line up the way I wanted to, it would show my kids what it looks like to set a goal and then quit on it. And that, that thought was more painful than quitting itself to me. For me to model the behavior of not seeing your goals through to its uh, fruition or not going after your dreams, like with all your energy and all your might, I, that was my underlying why. If I quit, if I give up, it shows my kids what it looks like to be a quitter and they'll be a quitter their whole lives. And that was this, the running loop I was telling myself. And, and then in uh, 2015, my brother-in-law took his own life. Um, and so I watched what happens to a family and how difficult that is when somebody um, takes their own life inside your family structure. It, and, and I knew from my own experience, there were, there were definitely times where, things get really low as an entrepreneur. It's, it's extremely easy to get lonely and isolated and feel like you're the only one going through this experience. And so that's kind of my business why is, is it's what, what gets me out of bed every morning is I know that there's an entrepreneur or a business owner out there that's struggling. 
and maybe they're thinking about quitting. Maybe they're thinking about giving up. Maybe they're even thinking about giving up on life. And, uh, and that's what gets me out of bed every morning. So I think, I think if people can have two whys, one is like the reason that you'll never, ever quit no matter what, and you get to determine what that is and what it means to you. And the second is what, what's going to give you energy and get you out of bed every morning to go do your thing. And, and so, so the, the times where maybe I don't want to travel and go speak at an event or something like that, or maybe, you know, we all have those days where you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, right? You know, it's like, oh, I got a podcast today and I really don't feel like it or whatever it is. I'm always thinking about the entrepreneur or the business owner there that's maybe three inches from gold and, and they're about ready to quit. And maybe they just need that one nugget or that one message that if I show up and do my thing, maybe they'll be able to break through it. So what would you give advice wise to our listeners? Like one piece of advice that could pinpoint what they need to do to help them push through on their goals? Well, I would say the first thing is to recognize that life is short and, and you're going to die at some point. And I think it's too short to um, to live an unfulfilled life. You know, just, for me, that was the case to sit in an office being miserable 80 hours a week and and 400 emails coming at me was not the thing. Um, so it's never too late. I would, I would say determine what you want and determine the meaning and why that matters to you and, and get into motion. Um, the thing that nobody tells you in this game is that strategy is determined and, and is a byproduct of one thing and clarity is a byproduct of one thing and money is a byproduct of one thing. And even the tools you use and, and the technology you use are all byproducts of the same thing, which is action. You have to get into motion because what you're doing in the journey is you're, you're taking actions towards something you find meaningful and you're watching your emotions and your positive emotions tell you that you're making progress towards it. And your negative emotions are telling you that you're moving further away or you're doing something that's out of alignment. And so I would just say, take action and, and go after something that you find truly meaningful. So what, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you see most business owners have to overcome in your experience of seeing so much? I think the biggest challenge today is probably we're in an environment where we're overloaded with information and choice. Um, the choices today are infinite. And so people, people get overwhelmed in the beginning because you can literally do anything. It's why we have rockets going to Mars and things <laughs> floating around our earth and cell phones that communicate with each other. And so it's extremely easy to get overwhelmed with information and choice. Uh, the, the answer is actually really simple, which is you just have to decide because what I decided in the beginning I, I thought it was going to be maybe a financial literacy program for high school students. And then I was like, well, that's not the thing. And then maybe it's this creating logos and social media and websites for people. And maybe that's the thing. And the only way I learned that was deciding what I was going to do next and have the courage to take those next steps and then course correct along the way. You know, when things weren't working, I stopped doing it. When things were working, I kept doing it. So, 
I just want to know, I got to know what, what plans do you have for the future for your business? Like, can you let us in a little bit on anything special you got cooking or anything you're going to be releasing soon or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I just, I launched uh, what I would consider, you know, I, I think it's a culmination of um, my destiny. Um, I went through a long time, you know, o- over a decade where things were not working out in my favor. Um, I understand the game is, is extremely difficult at times. Uh, so I just launched the other week, I launched the association of mental health and well-being for entrepreneurs. Um, I was actually shocked when, I had the idea um, a little while ago, over a year ago, I had the idea and it was it was right after one of those times where I felt like the world was kind of collapsing in on me. Things were not working very well. And, and I just was like, who is supporting entrepreneurs with their mental health? Because these, these roller coaster of emotions that we go through. Um, so that's my latest project is I'm bringing in some uh, very, very close trusted friends on my board of directors right now. Um, and I don't know where it's going to take us. I know that we're going to attempt, um, I wouldn't even say attempt. We're going to figure out a way to create a 24, seven, 365 days a year support network for entrepreneurs. Um, because there are times where you feel like giving up. There are times where you feel like no matter what you do, I don't see a way out of this, you know? And um, so that's my latest project is the the Association of Mental Health and Wellbeing for Entrepreneurs. I like it. I like it. Well, Mr. Mike, I appreciate your time. DJ, thanks for having me on, man. I'll, I'll do it anytime. Well, look, I need you guys to make sure you go check out the makeovermaster.com. Okay. It's got some great stuff. And apparently from what you heard, He is working on some monumental things in the future that will help you out overall with your journey. Thank you, Mr. Mike, for your time. DJ, thanks. Dusty Rollins here. Thank you so much for listening to Profiles in Persistence. If you are a successful business owner or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit thetaxcure.com slash podcast slash apply. And if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag profiles in persistence. I love seeing your post and your guest suggestions. We're regularly putting out new episodes and content So make sure you don't miss any episodes and go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, www.thetaxcure.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.